episode number 132, Camaro Refresh, Getting Real. Welcome to The Camaro Show, a podcast about all things Camaro and GM performance news. I'm Chris Frezzo. And I'm Jason Debler. We're your hosts for this week's episode of The Camaro Show. Want to be part of our show? It's easy. Just leave a message on our voicemail hotline at 586-486-3182. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And welcome back, everyone, for another exciting episode of The Camaro Show. I'm Chris. And I'm Jason. What's up, dude? How's it going? Oh, we got a... We got a- Bang up show for you right oh, we now. We got a great show this week. Great show. This, this is cool, man. Some things are really, really, really coming together with an, with what is believed to be the 2019 Camaro. Yeah, yeah. Things are definitely getting real. Um, we got a couple voicemails. We got an email. We got some uh, some news to sprinkle about. We're going to talk about SEMA again as well. Mm-hmm. But let's start off the top of the show. Uh, the name of this episode is Camaro Refresh is getting real. And the reason why we say that is there, there's someone over at Camaro 6 who did a mock-up of the, um, the camoed cars that have been roaming around the streets of Detroit, which we believe are going to be the mid-cycle refresh of the Camaro for 2019. And they um, digitally took off the camouflage and used their, their imagination, I would, I would guess, and came up with a rendering that looks pretty darn good. Yeah, I, I gotta agree. What do you think? What do you think about that? That the front end and all those vents on the front. Well, at first I was. Well, the first thing I noticed is it looks like the the fenders are wider. Like it's got a little more hips to it like in the like front. A wide body or something. Almost, or like maybe like just taking a styling cue from from. Maybe the Z28. The Z28 had some little fender flares on it. That that uh, the the fifth gen Z28. That is. Um, but I, the more I look at this, the more you could pass that off and say that it was designed by GM. It seems like Chevrolet is or, or Chevrolet. It seems like Chevrolet is going to more vents in the front of their vehicles. If you if you look at them, it kind of seems to be the new trend. Yeah. Like it used to be like the the bow tie bar, the crossbar, you know, that everything had, and now it seems to be very vent oriented. Yeah. And there are more vents here under the running lights. It looks like the mouth is open on, in front of the grill. It, it's it's almost like ZL1 Junior. Exactly. That's what I was going to talk about. This is very ZL1-esque, the, uh, the front end on this car. It's got it the... Looks, uh, yeah. It looks really good. It, it looks like something Chevrolet would have designed instead of an artist's rendering. It looks like... A GM designer's rendering, yeah. you know, it, it looks it looks real. And then, and then think, let's go to the rear because I think that's what she said. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I've, it looks like I've never been a fan of the sp- the, the the spoiler or or mm-hmm. the the wing or whatever you want to call whatever it. Whatever the hell you want to call on, it. On the back of a six gen, I have one. It's the least favorite part of the car for me. Um, but I think the blade spoiler or this, this little new, like little kind of like, it looks like the blade spoiler looks a hundred times better on the car. I think, I think that completes the rear end of the car. And I was actually thinking about looking, changing that on my car to either the ACS one or the GM's blade one, if that'll line up. Um, I just don't know. Well, ACS does make some pretty good products. Yeah. Um, 
I, I agree with you. I'm not a fan of the dragster wing or whatever the heck anybody wants to call it. I mean, call it what you want. But um, this this is this is pretty good looking. Uh, I, I like what they did with the taillights. They kind of simplified them a little bit and made them a little bigger. Um, I think they pronounced the rear bumper, if you will, like the shelf mm-hmm. underneath them a little bit more. I'm co- actually comparing it with with um, the existing the actual yeah. I'm kind of going back and forth. He didn't touch anything but the spoiler taillights rear bumper cover, and that's about it yeah. in that picture. But he he did a really good job with that. Um, Who's the name of this guy who did this? Samurai. Samurai. Yeah. So hats off to this dude. He says he lives in Germany. Hmm. He did a good job. He did a freaking great job. So I'm going to link this up in the show notes. This is over at the Camaro 6 forum. Not many replies on it, really. Right. It's only one page. I thought there'd be a lot more comments on this. Yeah, I don't think I don't think the fever for the sixth gen is as hot as what it was for the fifth gen. Oh yeah, of course not. You know, you had all that all that 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 build up for for the Camaro. And um but yeah, this, this I like it. I really do. I really, really do. So we invite you all to take a look at these pictures and uh call in and tell us what you think. We'll give you the number if you don't already know it by heart. A little later in the show. Yep. All right. What's next on the agenda here? What do you want to talk about? Oh, this whole electric thing. <laughs> yeah, we touched on this last week, too. And uh, so when 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 GM did their, their talk about how they want to go 100% electric and that's the future and all that, they released this picture, right? And our friends over at GM Authority picked out one one of the cars and kind of zoomed in on it. And what do you think? That that looks like a freaking Camaro. Well, if it's not, what the heck is it then? Right. It's something that looks exactly like a Camaro but not called a Camaro. Why would they do that? Right. They said so... that yeah, cuz it says last week General Motors announced it will be bringing 20 new battery electric cars to market by 2023. And two of them will arrive within the next 18 months. That's a lot of product. GM also attached this teaser photo, which shows the 2017 Chevrolet Bolt um, in the forefront. And then behind it, you see a whole bunch of cars with uh, kind of that silk cover over it that you can you know zoom in to make out the lines on the cars. Well, they say, while we can't confirm what kind of car it is, the proportions lend itself to Camaro with the long hood, sloping roof line, and muscular rear hips. <laughs> but it could be an all-new vehicle, too, or even a Cadillac. It's safe to say this is a two-door model. However, noting the point where a side mirror sits and the space from the door to the outline wheel shape, we could note... Camaro chief engineer Al Oppenheiser previously said a Camaro hybrid and presumably an electric variant is not on the table. Quote, while I have the keys to the store. End quote. (laughs) It's not in the DNA. I would rather, I wouldn't say never, but it's not in the DNA of Camaro. Those of us that work on the Camaro are purists. We love the original long hood, strong shoulders, the mantra that nobody needs a Camaro they want a Camaro, he said last year. Therefore, the jury's yeah, out on this. Well, and, but is a electric Camaro coming by 2023? Let's talk about this. Well, <laughs> I, dr- I, mean, I drive an electric Camaro. 
Well, well I, yes. I, I, the first thing that jumps out at me is what Al said, while I had the keys to the kingdom. So <laughs> maybe you just fired yourself and didn't know it. <laughs> uh, yeah, see, we're going to make an electric Camaro, and Al, um, hey, guess what? Per your words, you're fired. <laughs> Which I, I would not wish that upon Al. He's such a great guy no, and a great course. chief engineer. That that's look. I'm going to say it. That is a Camaro under that sheet. Sure that's looks it. like it. There. What else would it be? If it's a Cadillac, it's a Camaro looking Cadillac. Why would they make a Camaro look so close to a Cadillac? They would not. Now, let's just say something here. They might have just said we need something to represent a bunch of cars. Right. Not these very cars underneath this these sheets will be the ones that get converted to electric, because quite honestly, by 2023, that Camaro will the Camaro will not look like that anymore. Yeah. So it's it's probably just placeholder. Like, imagine if you will, cars under these things that are all electric. We don't yeah. know what cars will be in 2023, but right. there'll be a bunch of cars. That's what I think. I think GM's trolling us. I really yeah, do. I think you're right. I think they are. And, and it's not the first time they've done that because uh, I've talked to some people on the Camaro team and they have purposely written things on the cars that they're testing at the ring and on things just to throw us off and see if people actually pick up on that and talk about it. And they have. <laughs> you know, they'll put like a 007 GN x something on a wheel yeah. or something they'll be like this is the brand new gnx wheel it, it meant nothing it, it, just to see if we would talk about it and of course we do mm -hmm. we, we we see a car we pick it apart we want to try and figure out what's going on you know it'd be funny if that was actually a mustang underneath that sheet yeah. <laughs> i mean i but can see the freaking that, onstar antenna bro <laughs> that, that might that be is a, a camaro cup. They might have taped a coffee cup to the back window. That's a Camaro. That is definitely a Camaro. That's what I say. That is definitely a Camaro. But will it still be a Camaro under that sheet in 2023? Or even 18 months? Yeah. Probably not. Yeah. Probably not. Hmm. They're, 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 they're just... That picture is to demonstrate potential capability and not specific models. Right. That is my argument. Yeah. I agree. I agree. But I still think they're trolling us. I think they are too. Good job, guys. Uh, let's see. What else is there to talk about here? You know what? You know what they need to do? What's that? If if, if they're trolling us, then they probably listen to this show. Oh, yeah. We know they do. S somewhere on one of those cars, I want them to write CS132. Camaro Show episode one number 132, which is this episode. <laughs> yeah. And if you see it. Yeah. Okay. Then, then we know. <laughs> then we know. We definitely know. <laughs> I think we already do. Yeah. Uh, so good job. Yeah. I, I, sorry, I went too long with that about Al because I I defend Al. Yeah. Um, but let's 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 say that a, a, a hybrid or electric Camaro is in the works. What does that mean? Look at the Tesla. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that thing is fast as hell. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. A lower the lower center of gravity. It probably gravity gravity. <laughs> it, pro it probably handles like nothing else. What do you think? All right. Should we get to some voicemails and emails? Yeah. Because we have some this week. You want to read this email we got? Sure. Comes from our uh, loyal listener, Wesley Parnell. Um, he emailed got, us he's, directly. He's got he? a beautiful Chevelle, dude. He's got a beautiful Chevelle. Oh, he? Yes, he does. Oh, cool. He says, hey, 
all of these auto manufacturers going more and more electric because they are better for the environment. However, we can't forget how electricity is generated. Does the higher use of power plants, particularly high-pollutant coal power plants, caused by greater need for electricity to charge electric cars, defeat the purpose of zero-emission cars? What are your thoughts? Wes, that's a common argument. I've heard it a lot, and I have no idea. I know, and, and and more and more, you're seeing you're seeing companies trying to be um, self sustaining. One big company I'm talking about in particular is Apple. I was mm-hmm. just in California and, and was able to visit the uh, the new um, spaceship headquarters in Apple. Completely self sustaining, completely off the grid, pi- powered completely by solar energy, and um, well, obviously they have they're the largest corporation in the world now. And they've got billions and billions and billions of dollars to spend on this stuff. I think we will see, I don't know how far in the future, the people, uh, companies, moving again towards a cleaner energy. Wind, solar, maybe even nuclear. Not that nuclear is good for the environment, but... (laughs) But uh, moving away maybe from from uh, from the coal and, and and I don't know that will help I guess with the electricity for for the for the the coal burning pollutant pollutant power plants. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Oh, I remember when E eighty five was the big deal uh, with the corn. Yeah, but I guess you know it, it took a gallon of gas to make a, a a gallon and a half of gasoline power to make one gallon of corn power. In so many words, that's what somebody once said. Then there's all the subsidies with the farmers to grow the corn, and yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cheaper. Yeah. It's still cheaper, but not by much. Like twenty five cents. It's like, and you get a hell of a lot worse gas mileage. Mm-hmm. My my Grand Cherokee is uh, flex fuel. I ran E85 in it once, and it ran like crap. It threw a code, and the dealership actually said, try to avoid running E85 in this car. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Yeah. I mean, and how many billions upon billions upon billions of dollars was thrown at that? You know, somebody became a billionaire off that. That's why they did it. They didn't do it because they wanted the greater good of the economy. God, I'm starting to sound like Alex Jones. <laughs> <laughs> that, no, I really believe that. I mean, a lot of people got rich off the E85 thing while we just said, whatever happened to that? Like, do they even sell flex fuel vehicles anymore? You don't, don't hear know. about it. No, you don't. Don't. I don't see the gas pumps down here. I don't know if you see them in Michigan. You, you do, but I never really see anybody using them. <laughs> it's like nope. regular gas, you know, 235 E85, $2. You know, it's... I'll pay yeah. an extra 35 cents to get the mileage. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, well, I, 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 we need somebody who knows about the industry. Like, we need Brent Franker to call in. He yeah. works for a, at a nuclear silo in Florida. Yeah. You know, there's somebody to, to kind of give us the scoop on that. Or anybody, if there's even, if they're experts on it or hobby experts that has more knowledge about that than us feel free to call in yep. and maybe we'll give you a quick interview or something yep. like that so uh wesley thank you for that uh awesome email good yep. good question yep. makes you think makes you think mm-hmm. uh got a couple voicemails here so let's let's go to the first one cool hey guys this is sean from motionside i wanted to follow up uh our piggyback on uh, uh aj's uh, 
question about Detroit and what was it like growing up there. I'd be curious to hear your thoughts on uh, how you view the, you know, the economic downturn that uh, Detroit's gone through. We hear about, uh, you know, what's going on with the uh, the police and the public schools and the, um, uh, you know, just the infrastructure, the former mayor uh, going to jail. And just uh, is, is, is the city rebuilding? Uh, is uh, what, what are your thoughts on that? I'd be curious to hear that. Talk to you later. Bye. Sean from Ocean Ocean. Oh, <laughs> why do Sean. I have I have problems saying that name? I don't know why. Well, well, you, you turn into Sean Connery. It's Sean from Oceanshire. Yeah. Oh. Um. Your mother, Trebek. <laughs> <laughs> you know who would be a good person to ask this is our good buddy Tom, who's a, a Detroit police officer, and he's uh, seen what the city's gone through firsthand. Um. I can tell you what's going on from a distance. I don't live in the city. I don't work in the city. But I can see firsthand what's happening in Detroit. And Detroit is coming back. Detroit, I mean, went through some hard times. I mean, just like Pittsburgh, when they, you know, were completely invested in the in the steel industry and stuff like that. And the steel industry took a dump and went overseas and all that stuff and and. Uh, Detroit was 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 hurting pretty bad. The automotive um, situation was dire. Um, the city was dire. I mean, crime crime was always bad in Detroit. But now now they're rebuilding, and it's in part to two people. One is Mike and Marion Illich. The other is Dan Gilbert. Mike mm-hmm. and Marion Illich are the people who run and own Olympia Entertainment, which owns the Detroit Tigers, the Detroit Pistons. Uh, I'm not the Detroit Pistons, the uh, the Detroit Tigers, and... And Little Caesars Pizza. <laughs> well, Little Caesars Pizza, which is what they started, and uh, obviously you guys should probably know about them. They're a global company. Um, the other is Dan Gilbert, and, and he's the one behind uh, Quicken, um, which is headquartered in uh, Cleveland, Ohio. Um, but he started a company uh, called... Uh, Wait, what? Isn't it in Quicken's? Cleveland? Isn't no, there... Quicken just owns owns is doing the same thing to Cleveland as what he started doing with Detroit, bringing his, it back. I thought his main headquarters was in Cleveland. Nope in the in the uh, in the Copyware Building. That's right. That's right. Then what am I yeah. thinking about Cleveland? Oh, the Cleveland Cavaliers. Cavaliers. The Cleveland Cavaliers. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Okay. So and they're they're buying up and they're restoring Detroit. They're bringing in business. They're making it an environment that people want to work in. Uh, they just announced this week that um, Google is moving to downtown Detroit. Um, um, they're making a big push for Amazon to be building their new headquarters in downtown Detroit. Um, it's, 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 it's huge. Uh, and you can tell when businesses move in that there's people there. Now they have a, a huge Under Armour store there. They have a huge, um, uh, what's that clothing company? Carhartt. Carhartt's there. Um, there's just a ton, ton of companies that are looking at Detroit because you know what? You can see Detroit coming back, and for the time being, they're not being outpriced uh, like a like a bigger like an Austin or uh, God forbid uh, another overpriced company in the California Bay Area or L.A. where it's 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 insane, insane to live there. Uh, but you're going to see, you're going to see seeing that. And as they build the downtown, it, it has to move to the, the outskirts. That's the problem right now. I think in Detroit is 
Everybody's focused on downtown Detroit. I mean, they just opened Little Caesars Arena this year. It's absolutely gorgeous. It's a state-of-the-art, the biggest scoreboard in the NHL, period. The place is huge. Um, they're bringing people downtown, but that's not helping the outskirts. There's still a ton of crime out there. There's still neighborhoods that look like they're in a freaking war zone, dude. I know. Um, so they need they need to figure out how to fix that too. That's I think that's and their mayor that they've they've got currently working down there I think is helping. The new chief of police has been a a, a giant help. Um, the police department is completely understaffed completely understaffed. So they need to build up that force. And in order to build up that force, they're going to need more revenue. So as we're seeing more companies move in, I think we're going to see more and more improvements. Um, it's exciting. It's it's exciting to see. You, you mentioned Dan Gilbert. Yeah. I, I, had the, I had the pleasure of working for him for almost three years and I, I shared an elevator ride with him more than once. Um, He's he's uh, like number 110 on the richest people in the world or something like that. But uh, and he's only like four foot eight tall. He's just a tiny little dude. But he's 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 like a shape like shaped like a fist. And 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 he is extremely smart and he's extremely aggressive about when he has a goal. He zeroes in on it and he attacks it relentlessly until it until he meets that goal. And his his the way he's developed his company and his culture and 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 just the way he does business. It really shows. He's always said that he's doing very good by doing very, doing 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 well by doing good is what he said. Mm-hmm. Now I, I used to work for a company called uh, J. Walter Thompson uh, on the Ford Racing account. That they're an advertising company that's no longer. It's called something else now. And um, I was there in downtown Detroit in a building that was run down and it was either always freezing cold in the winter or boiling hot in the summer and. The this was right outside Campus Marshes, which is like the center point of downtown Detroit, and I could not walk from the 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 urine smelling parking garage <laughs> to the office without getting hit up at least three or four times by some somebody asking for change, asking for a cigarette, asking for a light, asking for food, you know. And it's just it, I feel bad for him, but it's also very uncomfortable when I'm just trying to get from my car to the office. Campus Marshes was just like a big dirt pile. Now that Dan Gilbert has moved his businesses, and he owns about 50-some-odd businesses, not just Quicken Loans, into Detroit and headquartered them, he's brought all his other friends who own businesses in as well. And now you say there's, there's an Under Armour store in downtown Detroit. Yep. That's, cra- that's cr- absolutely crazy. Campus Martius is a beautiful park that's open to everybody that has a, a beach bar and free concerts. And, and the building that I was in, he bought that along with, I think, 22 other major buildings and just gutted it and refreshed it on the inside. And when you walk in now, it's a beautiful modern building on the inside with an old classic shell to it. It was not, it's, I didn't even recognize the building when I walked into it 10, 12 years later. You, you, can go, you can walk downtown Detroit on any night at any time and you will be safe because there's cameras that line all of Woodward Avenue up and down. Yeah. And there's security everywhere that all of the businesses got in together. And, and 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 developed a security force, so you can go downtown Detroit on a Friday night at 10:30 and feel safe. Yeah, that brings in business. Dan said, if you want to do, if you want to be successful, build something. Yeah. and he did. And they just so opened, it is. Yeah, the the Q line opened this summer too, which did is it? yeah the Q line's running. Um, it goes all the way from basically the Rensen all the way down Woodward, all the way past Campus Martius, all the way pretty much past. 
Um, in the Midtown. And um, I've jumped on the the queue line at Campus Martius and took it down to uh, Hopcat and just jumped off there and uh, went in, jumped back on, went back down. Uh, This is just just some of the innovation that's coming to the city. So Detroit is being transformed. It's It's not what it was 17, 15 years ago. It's not the old Detroit. It's got a long way to go, though. And you're right, it's got to ripple out. It, It has to. It has to ripple out because... Once you get to the city, it's fine. It's getting to the city, whereas what people, I think, I think is what scares people. Because you can get stopped in those neighborhoods and, dude, it's not nice. It's not nice. <laughs> yeah, so. Cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you for that email. Um, there's a voicemail, Sean. It makes you think about this. I would love to get Tom back in here again and talk about the city of Detroit and what's going on in the city and what he sees going on in the city. Because I don't think he would be staying with the Detroit Police Department if he didn't see um, improvement going on in the city. A lot of people really, truly believe in the city of Detroit, including the mayor that went to prison for embezzlement. He said said the same thing. He believes in the city of Detroit, but he believed it was a good way to line his pockets. (laughs) A little Kwame, yeah. I I shared an elevator ride with the previous mayor, too, once. What's his name? Uh, Kwame? No, 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 before that. Uh, Dennis Archer? Yeah. Yeah. Gosh, that was a neat voicemail, not even about cars. <laughs> yeah. If you guys have a, have a, a question or they, you want to leave a comment about something, doesn't even have to be car related. Here's how. Clearly. Hey, want to be part of this show? Well, we want to hear from you. Just hit our digits at 586-486-3182, 24 hours a day. Leave us a message and we'll feature it in an upcoming show. So what are you waiting for? Do it now. All right, we got one more voicemail to go here. It's post <laughs> Oh, guys, it's post so bad. Seeing how things are going in the Detroit. The and uh, hear that? <sighs> it's a straight pipe and a resonator. Go, 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 go. Anyways, so what are you guys going to talk about this week? Because uh, I want to know, is anybody, 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 I don't know. I'm just uh, tired and driving home from work. So just called in and say hey. And uh, happy Halloween and all that good stuff. Talk to you guys later. Bye, Chris. Bye, Jason. Bye, Derek. You should read when when Postal Dave calls in. I get a a lot of times video or the the voicemails are transcribed for me, and some mm-hmm. of them are not. So sometimes, like I had no idea this was Postal Dave because th- this is what the transcript. I didn't know what he said there. <laughs> oh, I don't either. I, I was like, I, I got Happy Halloween. The rest was yeah. But l- let me read. An let me read the transcription, know. and maybe it'll be better. Okay. Okay. Well, <laughs> I get a shot. It says, okay, it's seeing how things are going into, and here just say five into Resonator. Anyways, so you guys talk about this week. Wanted to know anybody, 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 anybody bar. I don't know. I'm just tired and driving home from work. Just called to say hey and happy Halloween and all that good stuff. Talk to you guys later. Bye, Chris. Hi, Jason. Hi, Terry. <laughs> that made one-to-one sense. Yeah. Like, it. It was, it was, I think it was accurate. Yeah. Well, well, there you go. Machine learning is really getting cool. (laughs) 
All Thanks, PP. Try to make some sense next time. Yeah. All right. Crackhead. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Hey, you know what, PD? You should probably come out to SEMA. Yeah. Hang out with us. November 1st at the Excalibur Octane Bar and Grill, 8 o'clock p.m. Boom. I got all that right, right? Yes, you did. Right. Is that Wednesday night? Can't wait. We got a bunch of people coming out. We see already on the list. They're going to come out and hang out with us and buy us lots of drinks. And I don't know. Last, last year was kind of cool because it was kind of low key. I remember there was a, there was a World Series game going on, which, which, you know, well, some people didn't make it out, but I think the people that did, and we ended up at Buca de Beppo afterwards and had a nice little meal. And, and I thought that was nice. I thought that was really nice. It was cool. Yeah. It was cool. But I mean, you know, they could have watched the game with us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know who you are. We know where your loyalties are. So and we had a Kiwi that actually came out and saw us last year too, and we interviewed him. That was just cool, yeah. man. <laughs> so come on out to guys to SEMA. Uh just check our Facebook page, Facebook.com slash Camaro Talk Show. There's an event set up. All you gotta do is click on event. You will get all the information. You can add yourself to the event if you want, just to let us know you're coming, and uh, it'll be fun. We're, we're going to have a good time. We yeah, always, we always a... seem to make their night at the Octane Bar because uh, we're the only ones, well, except though, the women who come in from the Thunder from Down Under. <laughs> yeah, that's always entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's it's just an awesome casual meet and greet, it's a good way to chill after walking around SEMA all day, or, um, yeah. So, I'm looking forward to it. We're gosh, what? Not even three weeks away now. Oh yeah, we're about twenty. Yeah, yeah. It's if we're it's, well, we're recording this. It's the 14th, and I'm leaving on the 28th. I think that's the Sunday. Are you leaving mm-hmm. on the 28th as well? Uh, no, Monday. You're leaving on Monday. I'm, I I believe so. Yes. Okay. Definitely looking forward to seeing our old friends. And, of course, seeing all the cool Camaro stuff going on at SEMA. We, we expect it to be a lot more than last year. and um, We're hoping. And w- whatever it's Camaro-related, just pay attention to our Facebook page if you can't make SEMA, which I know not, we know that not everybody can. Because um, we'll be bringing you all the SEMA goodies via our Facebook page at... Facebook.com slash Camaro Talk Show. You should already be a part of it. If you're not, shame on you. You should be... <laughs> You we'll should be sh- graffitied. We will, we will shame you. We will shame you. Oh, God, here we go with that. Clicking like on the thing. One last thing to, to, to talk about before we end the show. The Fireball Camaro is the first oh, Camaro in the eights. Forgot about that. First Camaro in the eights. Well, first Suck on sixth that gen. Dodge Demon. <laughs> we got to say sixth gen Okay, Camaro. okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the first is sixth gen into the eights. And the fastest... LT powered vehicle of all time. That's their claim. I'm, I don't have any sources to back that up. I'm just reading the article from Hardcore Chevy Hardcore. Suck on that Dodge Demon. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what, man. <laughs> Again, it used to be it took a ridiculous amount of power to get into the eights. Ridiculous. And now they do it in a, in a car, and, and, and you couldn't do it in a street car. Well, okay. that, the price tag on this car is probably ridiculous as well, so I, I don't know. It's the Fireball 900. Uh, 90,000. Not bad. <laughs> Not bad. No, 90, seriously. 
to put a car in the eights, it's not cheap, dude. It is not cheap at all. Wow. Especially something you can buy off the showroom floor. Wow. Fifteen hundred horsepower. Yeah. Is it? Wait. Is it ninety thousand plus the cost of the car? Oh, uh, this is the. The bad boy, however, is the Fireball 900. The 900 features a Pro Charger, Supercharger, extensive tuning, but gives you many more options to customize the build for you. The car gives you over 900 horsepower for under 90,000. Okay. So it's probably well, 89,995. That's impressively scary. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. It yeah. pulls the fronts almost like a Copo. Yeah. If you guys want to see this, I will link this up in the show notes and you can take a yonder gander at this thing it's yonder gander freaking cool it is good job firebird for oh a firebird God. fireball guys Dang. Oh, eight seconds that's that's some scary power hm. well, that's it all right that's it that's all i got dude what a what a what a variety show yeah. we, we had today yeah. I like these kind of shows, you know. You get a little bit of news, a little bit of this, a little bit of that, and you sprinkle it all together, and you make a nice meal. <laughs> Darn fine show that everybody should enjoy. Exactly. We, we hope you did. Yeah. If you did, share it out. Tell people about our show. Um, we want to continue to grow our base yeah. um, of listeners. And if it does, if you didn't like it, then you need to tell us so we can make it better. Yeah. So until next week, we'll see you then. Stay. Thanks for listening to The Camaro Show. Don't forget, drop us a voicemail at 586-486-3182. We'll see you next week. See See ya. ya!